Hey, welcome to Keisha, the blessed disaster. Before we start this segment, I want us to sit back and relax. So go get you whatever you drink to relax. Take off your lashes, that lace front, that makeup, and just chill. And let's have a whole talk about the struggles of life. So I have a question. What is a struggle to you? What kind of struggle do you deal with? My point is, the struggles I have is serving 21 years in prison and really getting out on my own. When I exited the penitentiary in October, I got a job in December, went to college in January, and moved out in June and got my own house. The crazy part about it is I did it like a robot with no feeling. I just was like, I'm grown. Let me get out there. But that's when my struggles started. Bills, not just normal bills, rent, light, lights, water, gas, cable, cell phone, insurance, medical. It was just like it hit me at once. And for somebody who had never paid bills, I kind of struggled because the inner child in me wanted to shop every time I got some money. I went shopping for something. And it was mostly hygiene because I had been in prison so long. All I bought was hygiene and food. And that was so different. But yet, I have different struggles. Like, I have religious struggles because of my belief in God. And because when I left the penitentiary, I told the Lord that I would give my life to him if he let me out. Not believing that God would even let me out because I never could make parole. But he opened the doors. And when he opened the doors, I said, oh, man, I got to get a boyfriend. And I got to live. And so, religiously, I struggled with wanting to be in the world because I want to know the world because I miss so much of it. But yet, I want to be with God. And I'm just like... So, so often in this life, I'm stuck in the middle. I struggle. That's why I want to know, what are y'all struggles? Because I can't be alone in the struggles of life. And I, I realize that everybody considers stuff in life, struggles different. Like, for instance, you may say you have a perfect life. But when something comes up, do you think it's a struggle or do you think it's a test from God? Or do you say, this is just a trial I'm going through and I'm going to overcome? Or are you one of those people that take control and try to do it yourself? That's that's one of the things I had to learn that I can't do everything myself. I try on a day-to-day basis. I try to do everything myself. If, if it's something that needs to be done, I'm just like, I got it. I say I got it so much to where I go to bed at night with a migraine. And I think to myself, why do I always have it? Why can't I ask for help? What in my mind state makes me feel like I can't ask for help when I know I have help? But why don't I ask? And I think, is this pride? Do y'all feel this pride? Do you feel that I don't ask because I don't want to? Or do you feel I'm just trying to prove a point? Like I'm trying to conform with the social norms of living a productive life. But at the same time, I have this deep, deep wild side that be wanting to wild out. Like I want to drink sometimes. I want to go out to the club. I don't want to stay there, but I just want to go see what it's about. But I know that once I get a taste of the wild side, I ask myself, will I stay there or will I not? Like, what do you think? How do y'all feel? I don't know. There's there's many struggles in life. It's just it's hard to just distinguish which one is the most important struggle to you. And to most people, every struggle they go through is the most important or the hardest. But what do you say? When you feel like my struggle could have broke me down, but I overcame it. What struggle did what struggle have you felt over what struggle you felt broke you down but you overcame it?
All right, good morning, and welcome back to Keisha's Blessed Disaster. So today, we have so much to talk about. But basically, I've been gone for three weeks because I had to take care of some personal issues and get my life back on track. I had to do a basic reset. Except for for me, reset took three weeks. So today, I would just like to talk to y'all about the struggles that I have as a woman and as a person. On my day-to-day, I have struggled with my bipolar disorder, something that I've had since I was nine years old. But being in prison in a controlled environment helped me to control it because I knew that in prison, if I even remotely acted as bipolar as I naturally am or got into a depression, I would either be sent to a crisis management center or thrown and said. So I was able to really control it. But in the world, there's nobody to help me control it but myself. So being that I had took like a loop and a turn for the worse, I kind of had to sit myself down and reset. Not just from my bipolar, but just from life in general, like a relationship. I had to take a break from just everything. The hardest part about it was just understanding that withdrawing from this life isn't the end of the world. And learning how to deal with being bipolar because I was diagnosed at the age of nine. But I've never really had to truly deal with it or cope with it because I'm a little spoiled. And I've always had somebody to kind of pat my hand. And this time as an adult, I haven't had anyone to pat my hand. Or say, hey, what's wrong with you? I've had to actually come and speak out on my own and say, hey, this is what's wrong with me. The crazy part is that I've actually learned some coping skills. And I want to say to my friends on Facebook that I enjoy reading y'all posts. A lot of times I would just come in with a happy face or something. But I enjoy reading y'all posts because I realize that I'm not the only one suffering from bipolar. And I'm not alone in this world going through what we as people with mental illness go through. It's a topic that's rarely speaked upon because at this current time in 2022, everybody likes to holler, oh, I'm bipolar or, oh, I'm schizophrenic. But how many people really know the true meaning behind being bipolar or the fact that what is really bipolar? Is it just a mood swing you have for that day? Is it just going through PMS and being a woman and not realizing that it's just PMS? But the first thing we want to holler as people is I'm not bipolar. I mean, I am bipolar. See, with me, I'm the opposite. I go into MetroCare, which is basically the new MHMR, and I go in there and I tell this lady, I don't need medication because I'm not crazy and there's nothing wrong with me. This lady made me sit there 10 minutes and talk to her and let me talk to her before she bust out laughing and said, I am officially bipolar, I need medication, and I think I'm normal, but I'm not. The crazy part is I do think I'm normal and I don't think I'm bipolar. And having to come to terms that maybe something is wrong with me it's hard because I've always been considered the nerd and quiet and not very many people have told me Keisha you're bipolar they just probably thought I was different or weird not knowing that I have a mental illness the sad part about it is I've had people ask me like in prison are you gonna take medicine when you get out and I was like no I don't need medicine there's nothing wrong with me but when I think about it There is something wrong with me. So dealing with that has just been very hard for me because I was like unsure of my bipolarness. And the reason I had to come to terms with it was because the events that's taking place in my life in the last few months let me know there is something mentally wrong with me. Because as I said first in my first episode, I came home from prison in October I got a job in December I got in college in January and I got my own house in June and I'm working they cut the monitor off my leg in October 
which is a GPS tracking system that tracks you. And I got off my first go around. I had a few violations, but it was mostly like forgetting the monitor at home because I have one attached to my leg and one in my pocket. But I got off the monitor and I continued to work. On November 29th, I woke up and I was like, forget my job. And I just did not go back. Like I quit. And I sat at home for two weeks and I think in my relationship, my spouse knew that I was going through something. So my spouse got up and was like, you cool. I got another job. I stayed there about two weeks and I decided this is just not what I want to do. I quit. And I said to myself after that second job, I quit. I said, there is something wrong with me. And I told myself at first, maybe not. Maybe I just don't want to do something I don't want to do. Maybe I am tired of being told that I am limited to work here because I'm a felon or because of my background or because of past situations. I want a job that I want. I don't want to have to settle because I've had to settle my whole life. Being in prison, you don't get to say, this is where I want to work. I mean, you can manipulate the situation, but for the most part, where they assign you to is where you're going to be. So I was like, no, because I've been doing this job and I'm good at the job, first job I had, and I did it. I made good money. I was going to be a lead. I was going to be in a supervisor situation. And yet still, I was just like, I'm done. And then I was like, maybe because it's too cold. I kept telling myself, but that's when I finally realized that because I had got out of prison and I moved so fast and I built my life so quick, numb, numbly, and I didn't think about it. And I just kind of went with the flow of my life. I burnt myself out of moving so fast. I didn't give my time to myself time to really think about the world. I just rushed into the world and... I should have sat a little longer, but I didn't because I wanted to get out and do it the way I wanted to do it. And I did it and I've accomplished. And so doing my setback, I was very blessed by God not to really fail a lot in life, not to lose anything because as I was set back in life, I still was prospering in some way, which it kind of sounds crazy, but I can only say it was God that held me because I was going through a nervous breakdown due to my bipolarism. Nope, not that due to being bipolar but the sad part is that's when I realized that something is mentally wrong with me because no way that I would have just done that and I was like yeah so eventually I went back to metro care because I had quit going six months because I decided they were crazy and I wasn't but a part of parole I have to go so I went back and I talked to a caseworker and she was like yeah you're bipolar you just had a mood situation and you basically lost it she said but you're okay just continue to take the medicine and I was like I don't want to take the medicine she said so she asked me do you not think nothing is wrong with you and I told her no and you know what she said okay maybe not so why did you do what you did and I explained it and after we talked and we really talked about it I said I am bipolar and I've known this my whole life but I've tried to feel like maybe it's because I was a kid or maybe it's because the system said that because the state of Texas is not accurate. But coming to find out, they may have been a little bit more accurate than I thought. And so now I'm learning to cope with that and taking my medication so that I won't just drop off and be depressed and be like, I'm done. And that's another reason why I started my podcast is going through that. I needed to vent, get stuff off my chest, learn some stuff. So 
I mean, it's a bad thing, but it's a good thing because it made me open my eyes up so I can learn how to start this podcast, which I'm so thankful that, guess what, Anchor is available for me, was available for me because I had no clue how to do it. It's, it was the easiest app to, to actually download and get started on because anything else, oh my God, I could never have possibly ever got started on. Um, also, starting a YouTube channel, which is coming in a few months. And just basically started my clothing line, which all of you that know me from prison and all of you that have known me for over 20 years prior to prison know that I love to sew and I love to make clothes. So I'm going to start a clothing store that's based on me and a clothing brand that's based on me. And with the help of all y'all that that are my sisters from my pro- my sisters. Yeah, that all y'all that are my sisters that was in white with me. I'm going to use some of y'all as my models because... I ain't trying to be funny, but I ain't seen too many people come out of prison as ugly. I don't know why. I used to be in there thinking, these females are just not pretty. But then when I came home and I seen y'all, I was like, these pre- these females are beautiful. These are these are the females that they hide in the world. They put them in prison and hide them because they are so cute. But I guess after being there so many years with some people, you'd be like, she cute, she ain't cute. Oh, well. But it's okay. So I'm going to use some of y'all as my models. And the theme on my on my clothing line is probably going to be based around me and my situation. And this, and this clothing line is going to be based on my whole prompt of what I use to justify who I am as a woman. So the sad part is that after my reset and thinking about my life, I realized that I need to take the medication that it helps me cope and that I'm not alone. So I have a question for you ladies and gentlemen. Do you feel you have a mental illness? If so, what is it? Do you feel you don't? If you don't feel you have one, why don't you feel you have one? And what are your mental illnesses? What are your triggers? And what causes you to calm down doing your mental illness? Thank you for taking the time to listen to my podcast once again. Hoping y'all show some love and show some support. Yeah. Hoping y'all show some love and show some support. And also hoping y'all start coming back. I really want to know. I'm so like anxious to get people's opinions on stuff. Peace out. Thank you for coming in. Remember, stay to yourself, mind your own business, and respect who you are as a woman. Goodbye. Welcome to another episode of Blessed Disaster. I am so happy to have y'all back with me. Today, I just woke up and I started to feel God and I realized that a lot of us don't get up and just thank God every day because we get caught up in the struggles of life, how fast we move, what's going on around us. Sometimes we reach and pull our phones and look at social media. I know I do. I would not lie. I look at most of my friends' posts as soon as I wake up just to see what happened through the night, what they woke up feeling like. Instead of reaching for the word of God or on my phone, I have a Bible just clicking on it and just doing my daily study. Sometimes I have a hard time and I realize that that's called being caught up in the world. And I am. I check every social media platform that I have before I ever go to my Bible, which is just not cool because when you think about it, How else have we made it in life for those who've been in prison, for those who've never been in prison, for those who just go through normal day struggles? 
it's because of God. If you believe in God, but God, Lord Jesus Christ is my higher power and I believe in him. And I believe that without him, I would have never made it. I would never have came through everything I came through, survived and still been able to uplift myself. Sometimes our hardest struggle is the demons that we hold within ourselves, not the people outside. A lot of times people don't understand that and they think, oh, she's this, she's that. But what about what's inside of me? And if it wasn't for God, I wouldn't have healed. I wouldn't be able to just talk openly about who I am as a person and be honest and straightforward. And sometimes it's hard for a lot of us in the world to just say, take a break, give God his glory, his praise, because when he bringing it to you, he not half stepping you. He not saying, oh, wait, 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 wait. I forgot about Lakeisha. Let me go back and, and tell her, hey, and I have to remember that. And it's so hard lately. I have actually been studying with the Jehovah Witness. I know a lot of y'all are like Jehovah Witness, but yes, I study with them because their study is pure and innocent. The way they study the Bible, they break it down in such ways that it's so different. I was raised Baptist and then I became a Muslim and the way I was raised was different. So going to church, you just listened. And when you did Bible study, you listened. with Jehovah Witnesses. I'm able to listen and ask questions and what I don't understand I still get the chance to say hey and I do it online I won't lie but it's because I needed a closer relationship with God it's like I have God but you know how you can have God but don't feel it like I I have him but I didn't feel like adequate in him because I'm trying to walk a straight path and I'm trying to find out how to do it right I know that we'll never be 100% perfect but I'm trying to get there somehow near perfect maybe 60% perfect 70% perfect I don't know but I am trying and it's hard I have my day-to-day struggles my mental health is a struggle my pride is really a struggle me just asking God hey help me and he helps me I'm gonna tell you something that I, I was raised on people will be like pray for patience I don't because when I pray for patience, all kinds of stuff happen. And it's like God is testing me. So I've never really prayed for patience. And I tell most people don't pray for patience. Because patience is like, I once prayed for patience. I end up in prison having like two fights, getting cases. And, and all in all, I thought this is God saying, I'm teaching you patience. The hardest thing that I went through was just patience. I don't know. I'm just like, it's not easy, but I'm working with it. So I have a question for y'all today. And it's Sunday, by the way. I have a question for y'all. What are (laughs) your struggles with God? How do you feel that you can improve yourself with God? How do you feel you can get more active in your praise with God? Even if it's just taking 20 minutes out your day to read up a Bible study or to read a scripture or to do a daily devotional. How can you get better? I would like to hear from y'all and know y'all opinion about it. I really just be wanting to be in y'all's lives. Like I want y'all to be in mine so that I can find better ways to maneuver life. And maybe we could just help each other be little disasters and learn to cope and become beautiful flowers. Have a nice morning. Goodbye. And thank you. For tuning in to the blessed disaster and remember praise god mind your business and live a peaceful life